Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. You must unlearn what you have learned. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. John Archiquette. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Matt Turner. I'm not afraid. And Joshua Gray. You will be. What's up, Outriders? John, Josh, and Matt coming at you from the Hive of Scum and Villainy here at Powerdine Games, Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, gentlemen? Why is it so late? Well, it's because you have very finicky time constraints and have what? to record Why are we doing night. this on a Wednesday? <laughs> well, you just pulled back the curtains and now we have to reveal exactly what's going on here. That's the point. Okay. It's not live radio. Nobody cares. Matt, where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to Boise, Idaho. What? Are you P- kidding me? Potato I wish I was. Are you going to see the blue turf? Is that a sports thing? ball joke? Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, full disclosure: talk, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday night, and then still releasing at normal time. And so Wednesday night, it's like like eight o'clock. Yeah, we thought it was going to be four thirty. Past my bedtime. I'm old. <laughs> Why are you making me do this? Put your shot collar back on. <laughs> uh, no, so we're going to do this a day early, so in case anything crazy dropped on Thursday, we're sorry for being old news. I, I offered to remote in from my hotel room. But I have plans tomorrow night. Sorry. So you were going to ditch us anyways for a normal recording. No. <laughs> so this no. is really your fault. No, I made plans for later after our normal recording. Mm, but your remoting you in would have been later. If you know what I know, that you know. Well, I would have been here either way because how You'd do you no kill life. he who he has no life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when will then be now? Soon. But that's cool because we got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, from yesterday. Stuff. And while it's fresh in our mind. You know uh, what's going to happen? What's up? They're going to drop the, like, the Krennic article tomorrow on Thursday. Somebody at FFG is like, hey, you know Speaking those outriders? They're always saying that we always post after they record. Let's do it Thursday morning because they record on Thursday night. You have a pretty high opinion of ourselves right now, <laughs> of man. Of course I do. <laughs> the world uh, revolves around Josh. Yeah. Now, we had enough stuff to talk about, though. We yeah, had yeah. Uh, the FFG live stream yesterday. <laughs> Which was neat. It was cool. I didn't get to watch like all of it because yeah. I was working. How do you spell Krennic? K-R-E-N-N-I-C. I did spell it right. What the hell's going on? Did oh, you, no, there it is. Did okay. You post in the form of a question? Uh, no, that must... Oh, <laughs> I'm sad now. Fight, Alex, fight. He's got it. He's, he's 78, man. He's a tough French-Canadian. Dude, he's, he's in good it. shape for... He is. Yeah. I was surprised to see that he was 78. Yeah. But he's 78, man. He's I been mean, doing it a long time. It's time. No, he's okay. going to do it Don't. after he's done. He's never going to be done. <laughs> Here they're going to get Pat Sajak. Are they going to do like the Tupac hologram? Just have him host it? I'm, I'm fine with that. Yes. In, in perpetuity. Perpetuity. I, I think perpetuity. at this point he has said every word in the English language so they can uh, just kind of piece together a, a robo Alex. And he said Alex. them disapprovingly and yes. disappointingly. Mm. Oh, no. Sorry. Fun fact, he once mispronounced my last name and I gave him crap because I'm like, I thought you were Quebecois. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed at me. <laughs> he goes, "Fair enough." So you Wait, you hung out with Alex Trebek? I, I, I was on the Jeopardy competition nice. when I was uh, when I was back in the Air Force. Oh yeah. yeah. Long story, that. but uh, yeah, we we had a good uh, good conversation one on one. Funny guy, nice. really, really really down to earth dude. After he messed it up, you should have just looked at him and said, "Say my name." In the form of a question. In the form of a question. <laughs> well, I was trying to get on his, you know, game show to win a lot of money, so I didn't want to piss him off. Yeah. Yeah, fair. 
But uh, all right. Anyways, apparently there was a rumor going around that uh, Krennic is delayed a little bit. There's some yeah, shipping issues. Yeah, I've I, heard that too. I, I looked online to see if there was any update on the release date on the the at uh, Alliance, but nothing. Still, well, we don't even we Spanish don't have a date website, in the which is uh, apparently first the, the place. The site so. of all sites. <laughs> oh, like, did they have yeah, a date? Yeah, they're like the Oracle. So <laughs> apparently, the Spanish site is saying it's delayed. They get their news first, and Italy gets the bottles first. Exactly right. But so there you go. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so what are they saying? There's your uh, it's quarter two. Hola. What they were saying? It's Q two. Oh, for the delivery for Krennic. Oh, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Which is next month. Okay. Meh. So we don't have one for March, damn. Well, we don't know yet, so we'll we'll keep you informed when we find out. But I, I don't. It is still early in the month, yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't freak out about gin. Still fresh, exactly. The freshest of gin. Enjoy your time with gin and juice. <laughs> All right, but yeah, a lot of great cards were uh, were revealed during the little live stream yesterday. So we're gonna take a. Cursory glance at the new the new reveals. A sideways glance through squinted eyes. Go ahead. We're still in the intro. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know we were still winding our way through the we, intro. We are. Yeah. We, we get, we're getting sidetracked. Okay. okay. That's what happens if you have caffeine at 8 o'clock at night, Josh. <laughs> oh. Uh, but then, yeah, we'll also uh, go through the Q&As because we got a lot of good our questions. Patreon Q&A. You know, it's about time we finally delivered on some of what we said we were going <laughs> to give people for giving us money to do this trash show thanks so we're gonna Jesus. we're gonna reveal all of our do you have a high opinion secrets. or a no opinion or a low opinion make up your mind you're all over the place man <laughs> all that matters is he has an opinion yeah. okay it, it might be a, oh a good i've got op- opinions we no, know this we know most people don't want them but i got them <laughs> yeah they... <laughs> and unfortunately you have a medium through which to deliver that yes opinion. i do i have a microphone and i'm not afraid to can use we, it can we turn him down just <laughs> mic number just mic drop two. it yeah just <laughs> Just like, fade, fade. All you gotta do is turn the shock collar back <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll before get we get R two in here to zap you in the butt. Before we get into all that stuff, uh, Star Wars news. The we got anything, Matt? Yes. Oh. oh. What? Uh, huh? Do we have any Star Wars news? Not really. Nah, yeah. Not really. Mark Hamill's all pissed. Eh. Yeah, whatever. I, he got out. I'd be pissed too. Eh. That happens. Bad blue milk. I still love you, Mark. Yeah. But yeah, let's get into the uh, the FFG Star Wars Legion news because we got a lot of stuff here. Can, and we, we're can on... I talk about like the one thing <laughs> no. that just really disappointed me about this entire thing? I bet is it life? Is it life? It's life, right? It is life. Okay, it is life. okay. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds the game of not the series. What grinds uh, yeah. your gears, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> what lifts my repulsors? Life, life? can we? Mute. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mute. <laughs> During the stream, you know, Alex and, and Luke were sitting there and they're talking about the new models. They mm-hmm. were talking about the the, the X thirty four, the terrestrial slipper. <laughs> yeah. And they were talking about all the modeling options you have for the guys riding on the oh, back. Gosh. Yeah. And they, he was talking about yeah, and somebody I, one of them made the joke. It's like, man, how do they stay on there? And I and I'm just I'm waiting for it, right? I'm waiting for it. And I'm like, come on, come and, on, and say like, it. Well, I guess those repul- and they're they're like, I guess those repulsors are just really steady. And I'm like. No! <laughs> he has a magnet in his butt! Everybody it's knows this. <laughs> Splemo magnet butt! He has a magnet in his butt! So on a, on. on a live stream from a company who's fairly large in the gaming industry who's paying good money for an IP from Disney, and you're shocked that they didn't use 
Splemo Magnet. <laughs> well, when you put it like but that. Maybe just like a sideways <laughs> reference. It's like, I don't know, maybe he's got something there to help him secure it. And Again, you assume like, that they listen to us at all, I, which there has never been any evidence to that. None, but so. I can... Leave me to my delusions of grandeur, okay? Uh, unless you're, like, emailing them memes from our show or something. I'm sure they listen. No, I'm sure they uh, don't. You think they don't? Uh, hey, guys. You don't Booker have to. Alex, <laughs> if, you li- if you're listening to this, oh, let God. us know. No. Uh, please. I, I just... I do want to give them props. I want a little bit of validation. They, they did a great job of actually... That was good. ...keeping an engaging like narration or narrative while they were doing the game because having done that on stream it's not easy no, no. especially when you're sitting there trying to focus on the game well they did oh, have plenty of I breaks should probably to talk it. what do you mean because the, the the stream kept dropping oh okay. oh, so they that? had occasional Shh, breaks i know to that talk feels about. so i wasn't yeah, I know, right? streaming legion while dropping on the internet yeah, holy crap oh right. i've i've we've i've been there too in other forms yeah. it's not fun well i watched the 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 cast the on replay, twitch yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. yeah so they cut they cut all that out yeah. Uh, and I felt bad for them because it sounds like for at least part of the the uh, stream that there was a like a full a kitchen in full swing for meal prep going on in the background, oh, really? just clattering and just. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just like the cantina in the background. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> no, but they did a nice job with that, and yeah, yeah, I was really I was really impressed by how how slickly produced it was. Yeah, yeah. you know, they had like they a, a good graphical job. front end, and like, wow, somebody. They got somebody there that at least knows their their TV stuff. Spent a minute. Yeah, I know it's good. So, I I would be a little bit happier if they had played on an actual table. Yeah, six hundred points on a three, three by three. three. That oh. got that got tight real quick. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think some of the models were you know that tank the, the that tank. I mean, huge. when you've got it on a absolute table that unit. size though, it's, yeah, it is an absolute unit, right? Yeah. Well, and, and we know from the game that we played with you know an ATST on a three by three. It's yeah. just, it's not cool. Yeah. Like you just it gets you, there quick. It's yeah. totally cool. You don't, it doesn't need to get anywhere. It anyway, just stands about there the good and stuff. shoots. Okay. But yeah, uh, so we got a lot of reveals. Oh, and did we ever? Man, it beats having a, a preview article, you know? Like, if I, I like this. If they want to do this like in this, lieu yeah. or to supplement the preview articles, I am all about this. I would prefer they not do it in the lieu, even if it did sound like it was the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> what country are you from? <laughs> All right, so let's start going through the upgrade cards that were uh, were revealed here. So right off the bat, we knew about the you know the Death Troopers. We knew that they were going to have a unique heavy weapon option because we could see the little diamond, the little, little you know dot. Oh, it's uh, cool. Well, we got DTF sixteen is the the dude's name. F fourteen. F sixteen. F one six. Oh, it is sixteen. Uh, he is a twenty two point upgrade. It is a twenty two. She is it a she? Yes. Okay. Some Sorry. rebels. I didn't ask you its didn't gender. See it. <laughs> But you it's, assumed it's gender. I did. You're right. Yeah, look Jeez. at you. It is a 22 point death trooper uh, with one black and Falcon. one so. yes, one black, one white dice, uh, range one to three, and it has compel, which of course, uh, as Krennic has too, it's give another friendly unit at range one to two. Uh, after it rallies, it is um, if it is suppressed but not panicked, it may gain one suppression token to perform a free action, free move action. Yeah. So but it's compels okay. Yeah, um, it, that's good. It, 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 and then uh, it I'm also sorry, has I was leader. reading the comments on this uh, card, and somebody pointed out that her unit designation starts with DTF. So <laughs> the DTF sixteen. <laughs> wow, that wow. was face palming so hard. Oh <laughs> god. 
It should be at least 18. Come on, oh, we're, not, we're not R. Oh, Kelly. Oh! <laughs> oh. Topical. Topical. Abandoned show, jokes. abandoned show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continuing. All right, so we saw that card revealed, um, and then... Now, the, it doesn't have... Does it have sidearm ranged on there? It, one to three. But but does it list, like, like on the Electro Staff, it says sidearm melee. So when you're in melee, you have to use the Electro Staff. I don't see anything okay, that says so, sidearm. So you can use the flippable card on DTF-16. Yes. Okay, Yeah, cool. that, that's how I would interpret it. Good, because yeah. if I'm rolling one red die, I, don't, I wouldn't want to give up, I don't know if I'd want to give up one red die for one black, one white. No, depending it, on what config of that card I'm using. It's also or your leader too. So not that's being cool. able to shoot at range four with the other side of the flip card, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Very true. <laughs> um, so yeah, leader, I mean, one black, bad. one white, and compel. Yeah, I mean at 22 points. And at 22 when, points, it's, it's what? not that much higher than the actual model itself. Right. Yeah, because I mean it's 76 points for four. I'm s- terrible at math, but that's. If it's 76 points for four, that is, oh, man. I mean, wow. it's, it's, uh, it's 18 it's points each. Point, yeah, so you're only paying just, just four 18. points more. Yeah, so that's not bad. Yeah. Compel is, meh. Yeah, meh. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll come back in a year's time and see if that is the Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. Also, it's 19 points each, not 18 points. Okay. okay. So, yeah, mental math. Thank you, Yay. Mr. Chips. <laughs> Uh, we also saw the flippable card. You're like you're saying the the upgrade, which yeah, man, that's really good. good. I mean, for eight points too. Yeah, really good. Eight points, and it, it, both sides are great. So Ugh, range one so to four, good. one black dice for the suppressive attack, mm-hmm. and that's exhaustible. You know, you have to yep. exhaust it. So that that is a little bit of a drawback, but I mean, this for is the doing focused fire config for the E11. Yeah, the focused okay. fire. And then the other upgrade for it is the grenade launcher, and that baby range one to two, one red die and blast. To, to add F-U blast Jin. to an attack pool right. is fantastic. F you and your duck and cover. Goodbye. <laughs> so, and honestly, sometimes it might be better. And they did this on the on the show. You maybe just want to throw one just to get that blast mm-hmm. because if you're at range sure. where you can use the two white dice. I mean, you got a higher ceiling. And if you've got an aim token with precise two, yep. and you're re-rolling four, yeah, that's that's not bad. And you and you surge the surge the hit. So going back to the long range config, is is anybody not going to run two units of death troopers? Well, I mean, if, if you're uh, an imperial player, right, yeah, yeah, probably probably not, right? I two units of death troopers shoot that at any hero, just about, and you've got a good chance of panicking them. Really early in the game. If wow. you're talking if, about, yeah, if, if you both fire the focus fire, right? right? Yeah, because you're putting four suppression onto a unit. Sure. Through through two units activations at range four. Oof. Well, I mean, as I some mean, as somebody who's having a lot of fun with Jin of the Pathfinders recently, I would say uh, please do. Yeah, until you hit, you know, okay, fine. You take your duck and co- you know, you play your card. You put, you know, you do duck and cover. You just took like seven suppression. It'd be five, but yeah, I mean, it's, and, it's still well, a lot. But her suppression's what? Three. She has a three, three. leadership of three, so yeah. it takes seven to panic her. Okay, so I mean, but still, you're <laughs> it, it, you're, it you're piling it on. You're piling it on, piling it on real sure. quick. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, gonna be. Uh, that's I think one of the sneaky things about this unit is that you know you you have the ability to panic heroes, especially Veers, uh, you know Veers, Han, Leia, all those units that have a, a, a courage of. Two. Two. Yeah. You know. What about my boy Gideon? Bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Generic <laughs> officers or anything like that. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, and, and the fact that you you know can throw DLTs at it too, and you know, the rest sure. of your army. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you can focus fire something early, you know, if you go hanging a hero unit out there early, mm -hmm. see ya. And the Death Troopers, honestly, with all this stuff, they look like the most versatile unit that we've seen yet. Oh, I'm so excited to play these guys. So I, they're they're one of the first units that really make me like, man, eh, you know what? I could probably just throw a few units out there and right. yeah, maybe pick up a Krennic and just yeah. to see how it, you know, see how it feels. I'm just scared of Pierce for them. I, yeah, I mean, I'm actively afraid of them for Pierce. <laughs> but I mean, what's got Pierce at that range? Snipers. Yeah. I mean, nobody else does. Not at range four. Well, Not yeah. at range four. Well, no. there's this little thing called the airspeeder. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Shh. You know, but yeah, I mean, what's got what's got long range Pierce? You know, if you're, we're talking about hanging them out, three early, units of snipers. <laughs> okay, fine. You know, three units of snipers. Okay, I mean. I actually might want to take like a little unit of royal guards just to keep them safe. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, your opponent gets to choose. Well, I guess yeah. If you're doing two hits with the with the thing and you soak them both, both yeah. off to the to the royal guards, or throw a stormtrooper unit with a medical droid behind it, uh, something. That, yeah, maybe, sure. Yeah. But you know, I mean, <sighs> they're they're real versatile and they're real good. I will. Oh yeah. I will trade you a commander. For losing three guys out of a Death Trooper squad due to snipers in a round. Any day. Okay. Sure. Yeah, and, you know, they're still good in close combat. Oh, yeah. They're, they're good at all ranges. Like They're, they're good at everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Have you figured out what part of them you're going to paint purple? Yes. Okay. And I know how I'm going to Shoulder pads? Too. Yeah, shoulder pads. And some gray greaves? No. No? No. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet. I don't know how I'm working gray in, but I'll figure it out. But we got a lot of people I know excited for these guys coming yeah. out. I did so, up, I did up a, a test paint of a Stormtrooper with how I'm going to paint Death Troopers, and John's seen it. It's going to be it's going to be nice. Yeah, it looks pretty good. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that okay, in a yeah, future yeah. Uh, Hobby Time segment so we can we can address that. Uh, yeah. Nice shutdown. We don't have a Hobby Time segment. Well, I mean, we oh, do sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> I am the love. <laughs> All right, so uh, another unit that we've had previewed but haven't really seen any, any of the upgrades for was the Landspeeder, or the Terrestrial Slipper, if you will. I won't. He's and... got a magnet okay. in his butt! Please don't believe you're also, the point. Also, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Splemo magnet butt and his entourage. I uh, sit with Splemo. <laughs> Splemo, take the wheel. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Splemo is a A300 rifle gunner. And for very the, uh, disappointing. I mean, it's good for the points. Yeah. But I was hoping for a little bit more than just two white dice. I mean. But I, I think it's it's a matter of the sum of all That's not parts. Splemo. Yeah, it is. No, it's the Twi'lek. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at the card right now. No, A300 rifle gunner. Rocket, but if you look at the model, the Twi'lek has the rocket launcher. Yeah. Weird. So... We've got three upgrade or three weapons that can oh, be yeah, fired. Both, Arsenal yeah. three on the, the actual land speeder. So we finally see what the upgrades are. They're not cheap. No, um, they're not cheap. But they're they're that rocket launcher is good though. Com compared to what you're looking at for heavy weapons that do um, impact, uh, you know, a, a good amount of impact. Mm -hmm. They're all exhaustible right now. HH12s. Yeah. You know the the MPL ion gun. Um, the the crap garbage whatever it is on the uh, snowtroopers you know 
Yeah, but they're not exhaustible. There's no cumbersome on here. The ATRT laser rifle, though, this see, this is what I saw a comparison for, and it brings up a good point. Oh, so, that's a good point. The yeah. rocket gunner here for the rebels. Before we get too far out of the, you know out of the detail of this here, it's range two to four, one red, one black, one white, impact two. Uh, and 36 points, it is not exhaustible. So right. you can fire it every turn. Yep. And that, I mean, that's good. How are you reloading? How is, how is that not exhaustible? How are you reloading yeah, exactly. on the back? Well, you're not having to run around, so you can uh, just that's true. sit around. Or and- Splimo uses, you know, his one hand to load the rocket for her while shooting with the other. Shooting sideways with his rifle. Right. Kill shot. Kill shot. So, all right, so it is. it does look like a really good weapon. It's 36 points. <laughs> The the comparison a lot of people were making was with the laser cannon on mm-hmm. the um, the ATRT, yep. which is not exhaustible. Is two red, one black, mm-hmm. impact three. Mm-hmm. Is it? Man, it's and, been so long since I used that. And thirty four points. So how, what's the point difference? Oh, I'm sorry. It's not impact three. I think it's impact one. Double check no, on that real quick. No. Is it impact three? Uh, no. Let me give me a second. I want to say it's impact two. Okay. I think. I don't yeah, it's been a while since I've used that Rebels, one too. I don't play Rebels, so I don't it, know. So don't. Don't don't at me. Okay, so well we're gonna correct it right yeah, now. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out because I haven't played that one in a while either. But it's it's so cheaper. What's, what's the difference? The difference I think number one is that's front fire front arc fire there, only. There it is. There's your and difference. And it's also not in combination with a oh, bunch of fair. other things that have you know the range three movement and arsenal three. Range two to four, one red, two black, impact three. Impact. There we go. Impact okay. three, one red, two black. So. Right. Better dice, better impact, cheaper price, front, Papa John's. Fire, front arc fire only. But your but your, your advantage, and I think this is where the points cost comes in, is instead of having to point at you, mm-hmm. right? Um, you you basically set down a range two to four donut around this thing, and you can threaten anything in there. Sure, I think that's huge. It's you also don't a faster pointed at it, right? Platform. It, it, so. It's supposed to be, you know, an ATRT is supposed to be up in your grill. You know, this thing is it's mobile, it's a skirmisher, you know, but you don't have to sit there and point it, which is important because it's a repulsor vehicle, you know. Yeah. As we've seen with T forty sevens, you don't want to stick it in there, right? You don't want to stick it in there in an early round. When you have a compulsory move, you've got to go where you're pointed. Sure. So being able to threaten off boresight, off axis, is huge. It just is. shooting by open alleyways exactly. and just it is good. But open alleyway, yeah. You know, you take your you take a compulsory move, chunk a rocket down a down a down an alleyway, and then off you go. Then continue you know. on your merry way. But a lot yeah. of times, if I'm running a ATRT with laser cannon. I'm not running it as a run up the board skirmisher. I'm running it as a range four no, sit back I, I, and I fire on target. And that's fair. But you know, if you think of the vulnerabilities of all of the other repulsor vehicles, sure, you've got to point it at what you're shooting at, which is going to because of the compulsory move is going to get you closer to what can shoot you back. Yeah, it's not where you want to be. So for to have that donut, I think is worth the points. It's uh, good. It's, um, a whether donut it's of destruction, it's <sighs> this thing's gonna get expensive fast. Mm, donuts. I mean, you got that's thirty six points. Splimo Magnipot with his two white dice, range one to three, is an additional nine point upgrade. I mean, do you take him? Of course you do. But yes. no, no. <laughs> he's Splimo Magnipot. Why, yeah, why, why I mean, would you not clearly. take him? But yeah, and then you're putting a pilot on there probably, and then you're putting 
you know, you've got the the fixed front arc gun for the pilot that you can add on there. Yeah, it gets it gets expensive quick. Aside from a Weiss ATST, what other unit in this game do you tool all the way up though? Well, well like not we have Vader, seen, yeah. maybe Palp, maybe. But I mean, not many. The the pilot upgrade that we saw <laughs> announced is awesome, and it's not only just awesome for the terrestrial slipper, but our it, it makes, good old friend the T forty seven. Right. I wish they kind of had. Uh, Modeled a Wookiee in there, crammed into an X thirty four, hair just flapping out, just splemo behind him, just <laughs> spitting hair out as it gets. How does uh, he fit in a T forty seven? I mm. mean, if you think about Empire when they were all getting in in the T forty sevens, those things are tiny. He uh, wears it like a uh, uh, a hang glider. He's a very know, small just straps Wookiee. it on his back. It's like the TARDIS, bigger on the inside. <laughs> So yeah, outer rim speeder jockey is what the actual term for you for this uh, this Wookie. Uh, he's ten points, and he adds you gain cover one to any repulsor vehicle he's put in, which basically is the air speeder and the terrestrial slipper, which basically makes them immune to DLTs. Uh, short of fishing for crits, yep. Yep. Exactly. So range four Yay. DLT, yeah, cover two, see ya. Because let's be real, that's what yeah. was bringing down the air yeah. speeder. Yeah, like that was DLT play. DLT spin. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So now essentially you're either fishing for crits or you're putting a lot of dice on target with with impact. Remember, I, I think it was like three or four months ago we were talking about something and there was some speculation and somebody said one of the talking to one of the developers. One of the developers said, "Yeah, there's some stuff coming that's going to make HH12s relevant." <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's what makes HH12s relevant again. So yeah, that's we'll uh, that was something we failed to mention yesterday, last week on our uh, How to Make T47s Great Again podcast. Yeah, if only we'd have known. Right. <laughs> yeah. Retconned. We, we talked about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what yeah, else we got? So that's, that's what we got for the, the land speeder. Uh, we also saw the debut of the tank, the occupier tank. And... Uh, yeah, that thing's a beast with the you TX two two five Gav occupier. It's the combat yeah. assault tank. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's can't say that. brutal oh, yeah, with that uh, with that short you know short board they were playing on. Yeah, um, but you know it looks like a great model anyway. Um, loading it with the, storm, the snow troopers like they did in the in the, <laughs> the, 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 the snowblower. Great call. <laughs> I mean, that, that seems like be the unit that's going to be most used in yeah. that, right? Yep. You get those flamethrowers yep. in there, deliver them right near your enemy's face. Man, that pilot is going to be so good, too. Yeah. Ugh. So the Ugh. the Imperial Hammer's Elite Armor Pilot, uh, 10 points, just like the Wookiee, and surge he crit. gives Surge to hit. hit. Yeah. But still, a Surge uh, on is the he named? Is he a No, he's not guy. named. No. <gasps> well, unless, unless his name is Imperial Hammer's. No, Imperial Hammer's is the, the armor unit. The hammer uh, is so. not the fist. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't understand the reference. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I can't continue this reference, so yeah. we'll stop there. Okay. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. I think DTF-16 knows all about it. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Hammer? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's a generic dude, apparently. But, yeah, yeah. 10 points, adds surge to hit, which for the ATS... Like, it's going to be amazing. Huge. Yeah. You know, and we're looking at the the other pilot and going, man, move and aim. That's going to be great on an ATSD. This is better. Yeah, you know, statistically, adding a thirteen percent chance—I think it is—to hit 
on that everything is you fan- throw. I don't know how many times I throw surges sure. and just die a little bit. Right. Yeah. If we could get him to pilot Vader, that would be so fantastic. <laughs> just like bonking him on the head. No, go that way. <laughs> just rides around on his back. Vader yeah. wears him like a backpack. Where have I seen this before? Right. Some, someone with more modeling skills, please make that. Clearly, that was a uh, Jedi training technique back when he was a young Anakin. Right. Yoda would ride the younglings around the, the temple. Jesus. <laughs> And of course, probably the two most anticipated units that were uh, being shown on the cast Agent were Callus. No, oh. <laughs> uh, Bosk and Sabine, and mm. they were basically debuted in their full glory. We got to see all of their upgrades, all of their command cards, and we still have some questions yet. Um, there's a few things that we don't really know 100% for sure what they're going to do, like Sabine's graffiti. No, thing. we know. We do? Yeah, they talked about it later in the stream. You didn't get that. Oh, I missed that part. Okay. It is some jump the shark BS. Oh, really? I think it's kind of lame. All right, we'll get to that in a second. I think it kind of happened in the Rebel show is what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. All right, so first of all, with Sabine, uh, we know that she does have a personal combat shield. Yep. You know, we all speculated on that. Yep. Uh, so the rule is you gain shielded one. Yep. Which means you have one shield token and yep. recharge one. When yep. you recover, flip one inactive shield token. That's yep. 10 points. It's cool. Yeah. And basically the way the mechanic works is you get three hits on Sabine, and you got the shield token face up. You flip it face down. Now you've got two hits. Yeah. So it's just like basically yeah, automatic roll block. It's an automatic block. So if you're if you're an old X-Wing player, it's an evade token, basically. You just cancel a hit. That's cool. Yeah. And it works Can you on cancel crits a crit? then, too. I don't know. I, I would assume it would. Yeah. But Maybe. I mean, that's, that would yeah. basically is the only thing that would make it better than dodge, then. Sure. So it's just a dodge token, but no, that's that's oh, definitely yeah. a cool ability, and she was extremely survivable already anyway. Which yeah, and just got a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. So she's got that. We already saw the dark saber. Yep. Um, you know, five black dice in close combat, immune to pierce, impact one, pierce one, and dauntless. Not too shabby. Nope. Seems okay. Uh, yeah, it's a little expensive, okay. twenty five points, but, uh, but sure. you know, yeah. for what you're getting, well worth it. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then of course we have her command cards. Explosions. <laughs> So I, I, I want to go like Borderlands style and like turn that into a question mark. I'm going to scream it like it's a question. Explosions? Explosions? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is her one pip card. Uh, during the Torque. round, this card is uh, played. Sabine Ren gains arm two thermal charge, and it's an exhaustible and it's uh, one action. So yep. you're taking one action and you're chucking two bombs. Okay, yep. Yep. Uh, after she performs this action, she may perform a speed one move. To GTFO. Yeah. Until the end of the game, Sabine runs gain detonate two thermal charge. Do not discard this card from play. So basically. So that means, yeah, she keeps it. Yeah, for the rest yeah, of the game, the she the has game. the ability to yeah. blow this stuff up. Yeah. And, and what's, the, the, what's the dice on and there? And the dice are one red, one white, and surge to crit with blast. It's pretty good. Which is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bosk is. Bosks is better. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Is this yeah. a Kobe or a Yeet kind of bomb? Do you think? Ooh, I think this is probably a Kobe. Yeah, with the red. Yeah, with the red. I think it's Kobe. Shades of Yeet with the white. I I would guess the white the Yeet would be more of Bosks. Oh, okay, that's fair. You go Yeet. <laughs> what in the hell are you two talking about? You never yeeted anything before. I ate things. I, I eat all the time <laughs> as my ever-expanding body. Ask your, ask your kids. Oh. Yeah. All right, so 
<laughs> Sabine's two-pip card is her uh, graffiti card. So dumb. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to have I you explain. Seen it yet. Is, oh, so, Symbol of the Rebellion? So yeah. dumb. Yeah. Okay, there it is. So Symbol of the Rebellion, it is her two-pip card. Again, only gives her... her uh, can take an order token. Uh, her other card, the one pip card, is just for her as well. Just for her. Um, this card says, when Sabine, uh, say, when Sabine Ren activates, she recovers. Uh, during Sabine Ren's activation, you may place one graffiti token at range one and in line of sight of her touching a piece of terrain or area terrain. <laughs> cool. Oh, oh, sorry, non-area terrain. Non-area terrain. Yeah, oh, okay. read the badly pixelated thing here. So any piece of non-area terrain. Why is this stupid? What's so, a graffiti token? What's that? What's a graffiti token? It's it's the starbird, the little that little logo. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. yeah. The but I mean, what does it do? So what the token does? Okay. Is and I think it's range one to two. It might be one to three. But is that in here? I yeah. Need, oh, so okay. any unit, any friendly unit, when they rally, if they can see the, if they're in line of sight to the token, they roll an extra die when they rally. Per suppression? No, total. So if you've got three suppression, you roll four dice, right? Okay. Opposing units roll one less. Like they're scared of the graffiti. If it's within line of sight of this piece of terrain. So dumb. I'm sorry. That's. I get it. Like it's come on. It's uh, rebels dunking in your face, man. It's yeah, but like it's just it's a it's a silly mechanic. I want credit market. It's just. I don't know, man. I just do we need that in the game? Like, yes. is, is that what we need? Yes. Like, yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm fine with it. Yeah, <sighs> come on. Psychological it's, it's warfare, demoralizing. Man. Yeah. Oh, I just That's got exactly done scrubbing that piece is. of terrain, and those rebels want to be like, Banksy going and spray my just, stuff. We just imperialed that, and now it's got all this rebel junk on it. Come on, you know, you know, when you're in the military, how demoralizing it is if you just got done like police calling like a parking lot, and all of a sudden you see somebody. Broke a bunch of bottles in there. You got to go clean it all up again. Yeah, it's demoralizing. Proud. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people in. in, in um, I, we have to. We have just people, painted these rocks. We have to have people who, who get a combat proud reference. Please tell me we do. It's like it's like doing a fod. Ugh. It's like doing a fod walk, and then you're getting done, and then mm-hmm. you got the general coming to the base the next day, and then oh, guess what? Somebody just like dropped a bunch of crap on the flight line. It's fod walk, not a fod talk. Yeah, <laughs> iced out. It's demoralizing. Yeah, wow. so that's that's what they represent. The fod walks demoralizing. Period. I like it, but I mean, it's an interesting mechanic. Yeah. Ugh. Wow, okay. Josh doesn't like something weird. Zappy. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, and then of course her uh, her three pip card we had seen, already. seen already. Yeah. So don't uh, need to talk about it. Okay. Bosk. Bosk. Awesome. So I'm excited for Bosk. Bosk is gonna be. Bosk so cool. does look really cool. Who's the boss? Um, so we had seen we'd seen his three pip card already, oh, no, and done. that was no. his uh, laying and wait. Gains one sharpshooter. Uh, sharpshooter one and aim token after, after every activation. activation. One yeah, one aim token from every. Surprise! Activation, so. Here's my eight act. Here's my eight aim tokens. God, that's all. It's all Imperials need is more things that give aim tokens. Only Imperials are this precise, right? <laughs> all right, you so, get one or the other. You don't get both, right? So her, so his two pip card, um, that one is new and that's pretty cool. Reptilian Rampage, uh, once again, only orders to himself. During Bosk's activation, he can perform up to two attack actions, and he may suffer one wound to perform a free move action. <laughs> pretty boss. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. That's, Wait, that's, say that last part again. He can suffer one wound to perform a free move action. Interesting. So he can take a move, 
So pop out of cover, light, take two shots, and then take a wound and jump back into cover. That's cool. Yeah. That's Especially with your generate three. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Hmm. And again, you're shooting a suppressive weapon. So. Um, I don't think you can move twice and shoot twice. Okay. So it says during boss activation, he can perform up to two attack actions. Mm-hmm. So uh, you don't get more active actions to do. Gotcha. Okay. You're only getting to do the two and then a free move okay. action. So well, you, you can, can move and shoot twice. You can jump him out at the end of a round, play lying in wait, jump him out, spend your eight aim tokens, play this for, you know next round and make him your first activation. Absolutely. Attack twice, take a wound, back into cover. Yep. Now it's a two pip, so you may, you're not guaranteed you're going to go yeah, first. During that but... activation, can he say, suck some bosk, and then <laughs> jump back in? Maybe. Okay, yes. that's what it'll do. Uh, and then his his three pip card. I'm sorry, his one pip card is merciless munitions, and this is the one with the uh, the eating. This is yeah. the one where he'll be eating. Uh, only one action, uh, one uh, order given for Bosk uh, during the round. This card is played. Bosk gains arm one diaxis charge. Uh, after he performs his action, he may perform a speed one move. Until the end of the game, boss gains detonate one Dioxus charge. After a trooper unit defends against an attack made by your Dioxus charge, it gains one poison token. Do not discard this action card. This card from play. Um, the Dioxus charge is one red, one black. Blast surge to crit. So of course it has to be better. Yes, and the Dioxus charge, the poison token kills a dude at the end of the round. Every turn. No, you remove. I think you remove the token afterwards. Oh, okay. I hope. I mean. Because <laughs> so we may need some clarification on that, but yeah, I, and I don't know if they talked about it on the stream. I didn't. I didn't watch that far. Yeah, but um, even if you're just killing one dude, I mean, you, you figure a five-man stormtrooper squad. That's that's okay, still good. Yeah, you know, red to black surge. You know, so you're probably going to kill two dudes there and third one at the end of the round. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's real strong. Um, Medbots, I think they did say will take the charge off. We'll take the token off. Oh, oh okay. that's cute. So, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it gives a little bit more reason to take medbots. Yeah. So yeah, we saw some good <laughs> What's stuff. What's the matter? In- Choking their meat bag? <laughs> <laughs> Drill you full of antidotes. Right. So yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff revealed. What would you say is your favorite upgrade that we saw? Oh, I think the All Star uh, is going to be the uh, the the flip card for the Death Troopers. Uh, just the utility in there. Is yeah, so- it's pretty good. That was uh, that was my it, take, to be honest. Ugh. Yeah. I kind of like the uh, outer rim pilot though. That's gonna be but yeah. probably. I love vehicles, so yeah. yeah, we know you do, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's gonna make. I mean, that's gonna give both of them, you know, uh, cover two. So yeah, that's that's good. I mean, that's really good. I just I, I think you got to be careful. Both units are already expensive, and putting more upgrades on there. Okay, hey, man. Slash Imperial hammers. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What isn't good out of any of this? No, I'm, yeah. I'm, no, it's oh. all it's all really good. I'm, so I'm gushing we're, about all this. I'm we're moist. excited. <laughs> we're excited that we got to see you know all the stuff debuted and the way that they did it. Like I said, was was awesome. So kudos for FFG for putting that on. And uh, yay, thanks guys. Feel, yay. Free to, feel free to do more of those in the future because we enjoyed it. All right, coming up, we're gonna take a quick break, and then after that, uh, a little Q and A. Q and A. You're listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network, recorded on location at Power 9 Games. Whether you're looking for the latest releases from Legion, X-Wing, 40K, Magic, or any of our other extensive inventory of board and card games, head to Power9Games.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER10 to get 10% off your order. 
Plus, shipping is free on orders over $100. Now, back to the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders. All right, so we threw the the invite out there to give us some Q&As and... Thank you, for folks out there. For Quality our Patreon subscribers. Yes. Yeah. Patreon and subscribers only. The, rest, got, the rest of you plebs get nothing. Wow, geez. Except the answers. Yeah, we got some good, we got some good questions. So thanks, we guys. We got enough for... to cover some segments. So, so thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the first question came from Sean Ola. And the first question right away was, which is the best entree in Las Vegas that you've had, and where can you get it? Oh, that's a good question. The best entree I've had in Vegas is from a, a pizzeria called Verrazano Pizza. Uh, it's... Uh, Little hole in the wall place in a strip mall, great pizza, um, run by um, a couple of crusty old dudes from New York. Um, they've been open for like 15 years at least that I know. Um, it's so good. Nice. It's the perfect slice of, of New York style pizza. It's great. Uh, and where can you get it in Las Vegas? <laughs> Matt, do you have any, anything you want to submit on that one? Uh, you do yours, and I'll come back. I'm trying to think. Real oh, there's right this now. really great uh, authentic Scottish restaurant that I like to go to called McDonald's. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know, man. Like, there's a really good pasty shop I went to for lunch today. It's oh, probably, my, it's probably my favorite place. Pasty. Oh, yeah. is Cornish there actually company. one? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. it's awesome. McMullins is good too. Is it like a Greg's or something? Nice. Or? No, it's like a Cornish pasty. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't, I don't I'll know have to check that out. It's like a, it's like a hoity is, hoity. Is hot it on pocket. this side of town? You said you went for lunch. I know. Yeah, you it's, live. Down, it's uh, downtown, like just oh. north side of downtown. Yeah, it's like Charleston oh. and uh, it's in the arts. Yeah, we're gonna have to go yeah. there sometime for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Why did you uh, look at him when you said we? Because he's the one that went there, not you. He did. He went there too. Oh, you did. <laughs> well, this is his story, anyways. <laughs> go, Matt. Uh, so I think I would go with. They, they serve it at every freaking Gordon Ramsay restaurant in town, of which there is about a dozen. But the uh, sticky toffee puddings. They wanted entrees. Too bad. I'm, I'm a sweet tooth kind of guy, so that Dessert is my favorite thing. Dessert oh, Yeah, exactly. They're, we're adults, and we can have whatever <laughs> we want. But that is probably my favorite thing. It's been the closest to, like, uh, the actual U.K. style when I had over there, and I, I really enjoy it. Nice. All right, next question. What do we got? What is the best Star Wars book you've read? Ooh, that's a good I'm going to go old school on this one. Uh, tales of the Most Eisley Cantina. A series of short stories. Yeah, really yeah. Enjoyed Any it. of the tales of were good. Yeah. yeah. You know, Bounty Hunters, New Republic, Galact- you know, Empire. Those were all good. Yeah. Um, what you got? Nothing by Karen Travis. Those were all not good books. Um, the, the Rogue Squadron books. Okay. Those you are know, it's, it, it's hard to narrow. <laughs> I celebrate Michael Stackpole's entire, entire catalog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, the Wraith Squadron books were good too. Um, but yeah, there you go. All right. If you were to, oh, wait, sorry. wait, wait, wait. I thought you said that was yours. He no, never no, learned no, no, to no. read. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's why I have audiobooks. But, <laughs> uh, the most recently would be the, the new Thrawn novel, the, uh, that, uh, Stackpole, right? No. No, no, no. Zahn, Zahn, Zahn. Gosh. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was really good. Classically, I, Jedi was one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. That was a Stackpole book. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was one of my favorite, like, one of those goosebump moments when it's like, uh, God, I wish I could remember it off the top of my head, but to paraphrase, it's like, anytime you know, a Jedi has to pull his lightsaber out for combat, you know, should be done with, like, grief because you have absolutely failed at your mission of peace. So I was like, ooh, that's, that's hardcore. Plus Stack- it got us some Mara Jade. Did it? Did it? It was Corrin Horn mostly, yeah, I believe. Yeah, but wasn't but Mara Jade in there somewhere? She might have been. It's been a long so, time yeah. since I read it. Stackpole's on. Stackpole. Uh, 
Legos just off. because Legos he's on. got a bunch of stuff. I think Stackpole's right done now. BattleTech stuff too. Oh, okay. So I, you know, I, uh, I read a lot of BattleTech stuff too. BattleTech books. So Stack, I just finished reading the Clan Invasion books. Oh, nice. Stackpole is like. The J- front. Did he do the Jade Falcon ones? I don't know. I don't think oh. so. Oh, okay. All right. If you were designing a re-release of a trooper unit, say an alternate stormtrooper unit with new sculpts, unit card upgrades, etc., what two would you include for the alternate heavy unit upgrade? Uh, TL fifty from because uh, of course I'm going Empire here. Um, TL fifty, which was um, the it was a repeating blaster that's in the Battlefront two in the story mode. Mm. Uh, so it's one of the Inferno Squad weapons, mm. um, which I think you know we've got a lot of heavy repeating guns in there. It'd make a great dual flip card because it has a heavy repeater mode, uh, but then it also has a concussive blast mode. Uh, basically, kind of an analog to what we're going to get with the the Death Troopers. Um, I think that would be really cool. Um, the uh, a second weapon would be the uh, Plex 2M, which is a going way deep into the cannon. It's a um, it's a rocket launcher, but it it would solve a lot of kind of the I guess you would say drawbacks for like the HH-12 because it comes with a clip of six rounds, so you don't have to sit there and reload it. Um, But it also has kind of a repulsor lift built into it, a mini repulsor lift, to make it man-portable and easy. So, you know, you could conceivably dump either the tapping or the the cumbersome. So you can either have to tap it but be able to move and shoot it, or you could, you know have it cumbersome, but still shoot it every round. Sounds expensive. I'm going to go yeah. with a laser slingshot. Matt, what do you got? Oh, laser get sl- out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I need a sec. Uh, Shut up. I that's fantastic, you. dude. You're my favorite person now. Uh, I would, just to see, not a specific weapon, but uh, give an option to the melee units for, like, the Royal Guard and the Wookiees to have some sort of pierce on a melee weapon. Yeah, I, sure. I'd like to definitely That's what see I would as, like. as somebody who loves playing Wookiees. Give me so Pierce, make the Force please. Pikes like they're supposed to be? Eh, you know. I mean, what's force, supposed to force mean? Force Pike you know? Mark II. Yeah. All right, what's an underrated movie that you would recommend to someone who doesn't watch a ton of movies? Ooh, that's a great go, one. Go, Matt. Well, give me a second. I mean, sure. I, so I'm going in blind to these. You guys kind of read ahead, so. So so I've actually got two uh, okay. that, are, that are both right there. Uh, one's a, a Dennis Quaid movie about the uh, Bosnian Civil War in, in the 90s called Savior. Excellent movie. Um, the second one would is a, a movie called The Beast, which is a movie, uh, American movie, but it's a movie about a Soviet tank crew in Afghanistan in the 80s, which is oh. <laughs> really good. Nice. Um, you know, the commander of the, this tank, the, the tank gets separated, um, and then so the tank gets separated, and you know the Mujahideen are all trying to knock the tank out. Um, and, and the tank is commanded by this crusty old World War II vet. It, it's such a great movie. It's really good. I like the movie when it was called Fury. <laughs> uh, what's, what's your pick? Uh, the Hobbit animated movie from the 1970s. That's oh. not underrated. <laughs> um, it's In the best movie sphere? of all time. Okay, which would not make it underrated. Well, I think it's the best movie of all time. No one else agrees with me. Therefore, they underrate it. Okay, fine. Matt? Could be. <laughs> uh, so my action pick, I think, and this may be, I think a lot of people in our sphere probably have heard of this, but Equilibrium. Yeah, it's a good movie. Fantastic movie. Yeah. I really like it. Matrix-style gun action with, uh, you know, Christian Bale. Great movie. Anything with Christian Bale is a good movie. Really. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, the other one I really liked, Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah. Love that movie. I don't know if it's underrated, but maybe not got the attention. It's, if you well, like it, Wes Anderson. Yeah, Wes Anderson's kind of offbeat. So it's yeah. like some people who have never heard of Wes Anderson, he's got a, a unique style of humor, but I, I think it's hilarious. Plus, Ray Fiennes in anything. Oh, that yeah. That guy's great. All right, so uh, those are all our questions from Sean Ola. We've got some questions from a space Viking. Hey, what up, dude? So, yeah, what made – and I, I'll ask this question because, right. really, this is John's answer. Uh, what made you guys decide to start making a Legion podcast? Uh, hey, you guys want to do a podcast? Yeah, basically, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing better yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was – basically, I had, like, just moved here. I had met Matt. Um, I was looking for a, a shop to play 40K, and he was like, hey, we're doing this game coming out called Legion. It's, like, 40K, but with Star Wars. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> was and I really the first person that told you about it? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then I'd met Josh um, going to see episode well, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I'd gone to see you know a movie. And here that didn't warn you. <laughs> and, and then it was like I you introduced me to Josh, and he's like, "Hey, this hey, guy used to work in the Air question, Force too." Yeah, oh, okay. So yeah. anyway, yeah, yada yada yada. <laughs> we ended up uh, just chat and say, hey, we probably should have inverted these questions. Yeah, well, probably. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. Anyways. That's where the we all decided, hey, you know what? There's no podcast for this yet. Right. We have, you know, Matt has all the, the, the tools that we need. Uh, Josh and I have yeah, a, you know, a little bit of experience doing broadcast stuff. A <laughs> little bit. Well. Tiny bit. It, it's long time like and less quality. 33 years of broadcast experience combined between the two of us. In the Air Force, though. Yeah. So it's not and like I'm here, too. Radio's radio, bro. <laughs> yeah, true. Um. Yeah. It's not like we're we're doing Ken Burns documentaries here. <laughs> we're <Okay>? not. <laughs> I was totally planning to do a Ken Burns esque Star Wars documentary. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, my you dearest know, Leia, John, John. You know, I was I was sitting at home. Um, I, I, had, I had just moved in with my at the time girlfriend, putting together IKEA furniture. Phone buzzes and and it's John who I've been talking to a little bit, you know, and about concerts and music and general nerd stuff, but not really like like, like friends friends kind of thing. Yeah. And, and you're like, hey, you guys want to do a podcast? And I'm like, f it, sure. I miss radio. Radio's fun. I like radio. Let's do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure, I'm in, dude. Let's do it. So uh, Matt, what is the biggest one of the uh, biggest challenges you deal with as a store owner? Oh wow, uh, hygiene. <laughs> Honestly, that early on, <laughs> seriously, I, it's kind of funny because there's a con, a social contract, customer service. Yes, uh, <laughs> because I am by nature so very non-confrontational, right. and it took a lot of just getting sick of it finally to like, hey man, you really stink. You got to go home and shower. And <laughs> mostly people are cool, but that was a big hurdle for me, you know, and then all the money it took to open up this place. That was kind of a big one too. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. We have one from the rock. No, no, no. How, how I'm sorry. Three oh, I'm sorry. Meet, I thought friends. we addressed that. All right. Yeah. So that's... we're still waiting on that. I, yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, I met Matt because he owns the store and I played X-Wing here. Yeah. Um, and then one night we were sitting there waiting to play. You had just moved to town. Yeah. Um, we're, I was here playing X-Wing with my um, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we're getting ready to go over. We were just wrapping up X-Wing, getting ready to go over to watch the midnight showing of The Last Jedi. And Matt comes... It practically skipping, prancing into the back. As he does. As a, I, I mince a lot. Yeah. He was very <laughs> excited. He's like, Josh, Josh, come here, come here, come here. And I'm like, what, dude? What What do you want? And I see this six-foot-six lumberjack standing in front of me. 
And Matt goes, he did the same job in the Air Force you did. And I'm like, you're you're broadcaster? And we just started kind of talking about, yeah. you know. Which was, oh, you were stationed with this person? Oh, here? cool. Oh, yeah, you were there. You know, this yeah, guy, yeah. yeah, you know, kind of like an instant. Like, As you oh, do. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. And that's probably uh, why I was excited because we focus right. so much on building community. And this was such an easy layup. Right. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, you know, yeah. I want credit. Market. Market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's two. <laughs> All right, Thanks, Sean Bradley. <laughs> All right, take one down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, our good buddy The Rock, he had a uh, couple questions for us. How do you all get away with being so damn sexy? Uh, as soon as I figure that out, I'll let you know. Um, I don't think I'm that sexy, so yeah. <laughs> oh, baby, you smolder. You stop that right well, now. Well, I mean, Matt, it's because you made me shower. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> showering and genetics, I think, helps. So, uh, which character from any part of the Star Wars, uh, from any part of Star Wars, should be in Legion? The mouse droid, or gonk droid, gonk, gonk. What are they, Pokemon? Gonk. They just yes. say their own name. <laughs> what about the R five droid? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not very motivated. What about the torture droid in Jabba's palace? <laughs> EV-99? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Dude, don't even. Are uh, you? Okay. <laughs> um, Lobot. I mean, it's really Lobot. Yeah, Lobot would be good. <laughs> it's, it's obviously Lobot. Lobot. Uh, yeah, character. Hmm. Uh, we all know what Josh is. Uh, yeah, mutton chops. Are you uh, not going to give me credit? Or <laughs> thank you. Uh, let's see here. Um, next question. Is from right, Sean. Oh, I'm still I'm answering sorry. this. Oh, I thought you were. Yeah, no, he didn't answer. I want Greedo. Gre- okay, Greedo would be a cool one. I agree. We need a scum faction. Yeah, if we were yeah. in a scum faction, he, he naturally would fit in there. Uh, Sean no, Ola, really. we need the scum faction. Yeah. Sean Ola's got another question for us. Uh, did you, did any of you play the Star Wars CCG by Decipher or still do? Oh, jeez, no. no. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't play card games unless it's I, I didn't money. have money back then, and Magic was all I played really in the 90s, so... Yeah, I, I didn't, uh, sorry. I played the LCG a little bit, and I played Destiny a lot when it first came out, then imploded, Yeah, but... Uh, Ali Kai has a question. Uh, Matt, what besides a love of gaming got you to open a game store? Ooh. Um, a love wow. of money. Well, yeah, a love <laughs> of not having to work for anybody. Uh, well, actually, it was kind of a confluence of events. Um, we were just coming back. The wife was retiring. She did her last tour in England. It was our last base at Lake and Heath. And I was basically, I was a GS employee at the hospital then. We were looking to retire to come back to the States. And I was like, well, I know people in Vegas since I was working here at Nellis in the reserves. And I was probably planning to go back to the reserves. But my buddy Josh was like, hey, what if we open? No, yes, sorry, Josh Galloway. Um, It was like, what if we open a game store? I've been running magic on this side of town. And I kind of want to do that. And you could do like the board games and tabletop stuff. And I'll do magic. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that." actually sounds perfect so i don't have to go back and find another job or lose 20 pounds for a pt test to get back in the reserves (laughs) so that's kind of what it was i kind of fell into it and uh it's been great Uh, i do have a little bit of a background with uh, retail my dad was always a uh, small business owner so i learned a little bit from him growing up but uh this has been great i've been enjoying it and uh just one of those things that uh great to test yourself against you know See if you have what it takes to, you know, start a business. Well, we appreciate you providing us a well, place thanks, to, man. to do all this. 
at John, what primer method and what sealer do you usually use? It all depends on the, uh, I guess, the particular model, what color the majority of the color the model is going to be. Um, in general, I like to use Vallejo spray-on uh, airbrush primer. I uh, usually do a black undercoat and then do a zenithal highlight of a light gray or white. And for sealer, I suggest carbonite. <laughs> Um, I really like the the Army Painter Anti Shine Matte Varnish. Uh, that's yeah, usually the one good. I go with, uh, unless you really want like a gloss finish. Uh, there are some good gloss varnishes too. Uh, there's a Vallejo Airbrush one that I use sometimes. Does but... a does a thick ass layer of known oil count? Uh, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically. I mean, it's a protective layers of mud. You know. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong, then, apparently. Uh, let's see. Josh, last question for you. Is there any character or unit that they uh, they could release that would make you want to play Rebels? Oh. No. Yes, Callus well, as a Rebel. Uh, oh. No, and, and, and dropping all of the anti-Rebel terrorism rhetoric, man, I only got I barely got time to paint and play one faction. Yeah. Uh, so the answer is no, but that's more because it's a... a budget question both in in time and uh funds um i i just don't have time to play more than one faction and i've put That's so fair. much i've put so much into playing empire and you know collecting that and 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 i, I i'm not gonna switch midstream that's fair know? and it, so, it gives me opportunity to be antagonistic to you yeah you know and it, it works for the <laughs> shtick for the show so you know best of both worlds all right, so we got a question here from our good buddy CapsFan34. Oh, what hockey-related question did he have? <laughs> so first question uh, for all three of us, what was the game that got you into gaming in general? Oh. Hopscotch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how broad do we want to go with that? Do we mean tabletop gaming? Doctor. Or like My mom used oh. to play Airplane with me when I was trying, when that I didn't want yesterday. to eat my baby food. <laughs> yeah, Airplane. <laughs> um... I mean, the, the, the game that got me into gaming, I mean, I've always loved video games. You mm-hmm. know, um, I was eight or nine when the <coughs> Nintendo Entertainment System came out. I had always even played um, Atari, Atari 2600. If you remember the Star yeah, Wars buddy. game, oh, yeah. the Atari 2600. It was at the, the one with the land speeder? Where you, you had to, what's that? It was at the land speeder one where you're no. blowing up the oh, AT. Oh, no. I There's that the airspeeder one. one. That, yeah. was, that was the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The first Star Wars game on uh, Atari 2600, it was all wireframe. Yeah, it was the wireframe one. had to, like, I didn't know that was on 2600. Towers. Yeah. Oh. Well, they dumbed it down a little bit for the 2600. There was, was an arcade say. version. Because, yeah, too. I remember the arcade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, you weren't born. I just want to rub that. I out wasn't. I have no idea anything you're talking about. Video games have been a part of my life forever, so I, I can't, I can't really say what it was. I, I don't know. What I about you, John? I didn't have a video game system till the Nintendo 64 when I was like 13 years old. You rube. Yeah, well, so I mean, it was, you know, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. So. So yeah, um, honestly, I would yeah. probably have to say Magic: The Gathering when I was like eight or nine, like yeah. when Ice Age first came out. I think it was. Ooh, strong. Um, yeah, and then I, I played for maybe two years and sold it and never looked back at it. And then D and D, I think, was probably yeah, D and D, the one after that. Yeah. So I'm kind of an amalgam of these two guys. So started with the Atari when I was five, 
play D&D in middle school and then various like board games like Talisman and Battletech and whatnot. The thing that got me into like the hobby tabletop game was 40K though. And basically, once again, life falling into my lap, a friend saying, I need somebody to play against. We're in freaking Altus, Oklahoma. So I'm going to teach you how to play this game. I was like, cool, I got nothing else going on. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else to do out there but count corn stalks and tornadoes. Uh, Cotton. We had cotton out in Altus. Um, special question for Josh. Who is your favorite all-time hockey player ever, and why is it Tom Wilson? Ah, piss off. <laughs> that was me. I added that, not Caps fan. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, so, so this is going to be a really weird flex, but... Um, <laughs> me. I'm my own favorite hockey player. <laughs> right? No. Um, so, I grew up a, a Detroit Red Wings fan. Um, uh, and, and one, you know, playing some of the old, some of the older teams. Um, you had the Winnipeg Jets back when they were still in Winnipeg, yeah. before they became the, the the Phoenix, now Arizona Coyotes. Um, and for whatever reason, they had a goalie that I thought was a lot of fun to watch, um, <laughs> Nikolai Hobbybullen. Is okay. like my all-time favorite player. It was just such – it was – at the time, you know, mid-'90s, it was odd to see a Russian goalie. Like, you didn't see a lot. In the mid-'90s? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just fun to say hobby bullying. And, yeah, yeah. hobby bullying. <laughs> and, and I think Can what you it still was, spell it? K-H-A-B-I-B-U-L-I-N. Yeah, good enough, yeah. 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 Just want to see if you got the K before the H. Yeah. But um, – I, I and I, I think it was Sports Center. I think you know I, was, I, I watched a lot of Sports Center growing up. He was always on, you know, uh, top ten. They were always happy morning, like yeah. So <laughs> I just kind of got an affinity for him, and then he, you know, I just kind of followed him. It was sad to see him go to Arizona, um, but my mom, I joined the Air Force. My mom lived in Phoenix. I think we got our answer. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's very nice. Thank you. There Josh. you go. All right, Stanley well, Cup and Olympic gold medalist Nikolai Hobbybullen. Nice. Yeah. I would have to say, even though the question was not put to so me. So nobody cares about your opinion, John. Next question. Steve Garvey. Ouch. Okay. Never no. Mind. No. What is it? I want Patrick Marlowe. Because I was a longtime Sharks fan before moving here, and Patrick Marlowe was I my dude. I thought you were going to say Patrick Waugh, and we were going to no. fight. <laughs> we were legitimately you, about to you fight. Wanna, you want to fight with a Patrick Waugh fan, though? Let's be real. Uh, you as know long what? as I'm – hey, I grew up a Red Wings fan. Mike Vernon and Chris Osgood kicked his ass, okay? Hey, you want a Tilly, bro? We'll have a Donnybrook. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then the last question. Oh, no, not, that's that was, not the last question. No, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. All right. So who's the lady that voices the start, uh, advert, and end of the podcast? That's actually Josh that yeah. did that. <laughs> when he takes off his shot collar, it actually yeah. shoots up an yeah. octave or two. <laughs> yeah. No, that is, uh, that is my now fiancé. She has a lovely voice. She, she does really have does. a lovely voice. She's so a I lovely guess, person in yeah, general. Yeah, she is. She's she easy is. on the eyes, too. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> uh, what unit do you least like playing against? John. Uh, he is an absolute, absolute unit. unit. Yeah. And I don't like playing against him. He's the one player that, that, that is here locally that I still have not beaten. Never? Never. Really? Wow. Never. Even Matt's beat me. Yeah. We don't play much, though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, we'll have to... We'll have to you know, work that out sometime. You'll you'll beat me eventually. Um, I would say the unit I like least playing against. Oh man, bikes, just bikes, just really. Yeah, I got an easy answer. What's that? Snipers. Yeah, sniper. yeah, snipers are no fun. Yeah. They just like lose a guy. <laughs> After lose a guy. still coming down off <laughs> of that uh, royal guard oh. nonsense, snipers still. <laughs> 
I, I hold a special place in my colon for them. I feel like... <laughs> Right through the pants. Right. Uh, Sean Ola's got another question for us. Who Mm. is the best athlete in the group? Matt. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely Matt. Definitely, yeah. (laughs) When's the last time you played something sports ball? I don't know, like... Very recently, yeah. probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh, there you were—you were in a soccer league. There I, was, I was playing yeah. competitively in a soccer league like a couple <laughs> months ago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, John has edged us both out just by a little bit. So I'm the youngest though, too. Yeah, so I was pretty uh, good when I was in my prime. I was gonna say when you, when you like you and I are both when we were in our mid twenties, maybe yeah, it could have been a good matchup. I played I played a lot of intramural sports in the Air Force. I, I did softball, too. football, soccer. Yeah, basketball. I'm not bad. What's I your was, What's your best sport? Probably soccer. Ooh, so much running. What's your What's your best sport, Matt? Oh man, Air Force Ultimate Frisbee, obviously. Dude, Ultimate I, Frisbee too. No joke. Yes, I am yes. a ridiculously good Ultimate Frisbee I, player. I'm, I'm also tall, so yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> if you're tall and was, fast was, and can get under a, I was known as Monstro on the field back <laughs> in my heyday. So for anybody who hasn't actually like met the the three of us. I'm six six, Matt. You're about six four, six three. Six three, yeah. Okay, so yeah, like neither of us are, are very short individuals. I'm a, I'm a paltry five ten. You're, yeah. you're uh, I'm still, but you wear lifts, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, who would win at Jeopardy? See, I feel this like, we might actually have to yeah. come to blows. We, on. Yeah, we yeah. need to settle this. Yeah. We need to have a, like we need to just like go to a bar trivia night. Yeah, for just, sure. Because me and John were talking about this. We both like trivia quite a bit, and then you actually go to pub trivia nights. So we're like, why don't we do that? Exactly. So we're gonna have to. The jury's out on this one. We had a great name. This, well, this what's your week. What's your name? Because yeah, they're always supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, millions of impeachments, impeachments for me. <laughs> <laughs> Impeachments for free? Yeah, <laughs> that too. Um, the the winner though. From a can. I mean, it was Monday night. That was the day that Matthew Perry or oh, Matthew, Luke no, Perry. Luke Perry. Sorry. Side Matthew show Perry Luke Perry. Can go too, but um, Luke Perry passed away. So the winning name that night was Dylan has a new address. Oh, oh. yeah. Brutal. Wow. Uh, let's see. So then the last one, uh, if the podcast police forces, uh, police forces you to add a celebrity co-host, who is it? Well, so would that have to be somebody who has like an intense amount of Star Wars knowledge or Or just somebody somebody who would be a lot of fun to hang out with? Yeah. Like Ryan Reynolds would be great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is definitely a player. Oh man, I got so many. Boy, and you want to hear you, we add Ryan Reynolds to the group. (laughs) Wait, wait to hear Nova's voice then. (laughs) Because <laughs> that's her celebrity crush. That'll drop so. three octaves. Oh, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Who would yours be, Matt? Uh, I'm, I'm torn between, like, Nathan Fillion. Mark Hamill, I think, would be a hoot. Mark Hamill would be fun, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk. really bitter. Eh, I mean. He's got real crush. You, you, you work with us, so. I mean, yeah, there's only room for one crotchet yeah. on this show. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, it's been nice knowing and you. And we're buddy. all full here. <laughs> We've got Mark Hamill coming on board. You understand. <laughs> I like Ryan Reynolds. I think that'd be a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. He's funny. All right. Um, last, 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 last question. Last question. Yeah. Dude, no, we should get Jimmy Fallon. No. Why? Oh, we like have our own laugh track. It'd be great. <laughs> I mean, if we're getting comedians and stuff like that, like I, I would rather get like. Justin Timberlake or sure. like any one of the Lonely Island guys. I was joking. Oh, no. Jermaine, Jermaine and Brett from Flight of the Concords. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Like, yeah. that, that would be hilarious. I would love to have those guys on. All right. Last question. The one-year mark since Legion release is right around the corner. 
how do you feel about where the game is currently at, most memorable moment from the game, and what most excites you as we moved into Legion's second year? So I'm cool. sorry, three that's three questions. questions disqualified. Yeah. Uh, it was one paragraph, so. Sure. <laughs> Games is a great place. Let's each answer one of those questions. How okay. about that? Okay. okay, you go. I'll take the middle one. Okay, so I'll take the first one. Um, what do I think about where the game's currently at? Um, full disclosure, I'm absolutely, like, absolutely 100% dedicated to this game right now. Yeah. And I it waned a little bit in the middle parts of last year. Um, I think I was getting tired of seeing the same units on the board all the time. I was yeah. dabbling a little bit more in a few other games. Um, I think right now where the game is at is perfect. Um, I think once we get the rest of this wave, this, you know, the the first generation of games up until the Clone Wars stuff comes out, I think we are seeing a, a well-balanced, competitive, fun game that lends itself to good competitive atmosphere, good narrative stuff, um, just overall. Let me say, your, your buy-in has been, like, admirable. You've been getting green games in, like, crazy since LVO. I have, he says yeah. buy-in yeah. from a store owner perspective, he appreciates your money. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's really what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, But uh, even... <laughs> Even from the, I didn't the open a game store to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> Even from the, the community we, we've seen here, uh, we've had a good number of people who are store you know store regulars because you know we do a lot of other games besides just Legion here. You know, it's a lot of Magic players, a lot of yeah. 40k AOS. Um, we've had a lot of guys who are you know players of other games who've been kind of peeking over recently. Like, mm-hmm. hey, what you, well, you kind of kicked it in the pants. Yeah. Um, and, and now that, at least here locally, that we're past the X-Wing hyperspace qualifier, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think some of those X-Wing players are maybe taking a peek again. Um, and I want to kind of wonder, like, just talking to folks, how sold people are on 2.0. Yeah. You know, because we had a lot of X-Wing players when, when Legion first launched, and then the 2.0 announcement came out, and then the game came out, and that kind of sucked them back over towards X-Wing. But, you know, talking to folks, folks are kind of like, eh. eh. Yeah, I think just the, the pace of things have been coming out yeah. and the, you know, the exciting new units, the way they've been promoting it, uh, I think it's an A+. Plus. I, I think cool. they've knocked it out of the park so far. What was the next question? As far for... as uh, favorite moment in the game, it, it's an amalgamation of many moments, but uh, I always seem to get one single trooper left in a stormtrooper squad who then becomes Sergeant Steve. Steve. Yeah. Trooper Steve. yeah. And, and for whatever reason, Trooper Steve ends up doing amazing feats of heroism. Oh, that like all the saves. Yeah. 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 All the saves like, you know, beating hey. down Wookiee warriors. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like desperation move. So I move Trooper Steve into base to base with Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett's like, all right, I'm going to boot spike you two crits, two saves. Piss off Woo! Boba Fett. <laughs> turns around his activation and then, you know, punches him in the face and gets the damage through. It's like, yeah, yeah Trooper yeah. Steve. <laughs> you know, I could I could get shot off the entire board, and as long as Trooper Steve does Trooper Steve things, yeah. I've had a good day. I'm yeah. happy. For know? sure. I'm with you there. All right, Matt. What, what's, what's the last uh, one? Going into year two, what are you looking forward to? Oh, I mean, the new factions, obviously. That is... The, the new units coming out, but the factions are really what's going to blow this game wide open, I think, uh, with that's... an influx of new players, uh, reinvigorating some of the ones that maybe didn't find quite what they were looking like looking for in a play uh, style with the two current armies, even though that's broadening rapidly mm-hmm. with the yeah. new commanders. But yeah, the uh, it's going to mean so much, and I really hope that they're going to keep 
pushing that frontier. I, I talk to so many people mm-hmm. that they're like, man, Legion looks cool, dude. And I'm like, dude, when are you getting in? Like, come on, man, let's go. Water's fine, let's go. And they're it's like, funny. And they're all like, yeah. Clone Wars, man, Clone Wars. There's Clone Wars is going to <clears throat> supercharge this game. There are so many people right now that are just keeping their powder dry, waiting for Clone Wars to drop. So what I've that, found is those people, oh. if you can run them through a demo, like John did this for uh, one of the guys down here. I mean, he, he's pretty easy. He jumps in a lot of games. Yeah. But somebody else just watching their game, a friend of his, is like, okay, that actually looks pretty cool. And now he's buying in. So the Great. people that are even on the fence, like, saying, waiting for Clone Wars, if they get a demo in, I find that, that that's enough to get them to just jump straight right. in, pick, you know, Rebels or Imperials. And, and, and what I'm wondering, you know, just, just talking about how, you know, 2.0 kind of sucks some of the momentum away from Legion. Mm-hmm. Where 2.0 is at right now, when Clone Wars when Clone Wars drops, if we see the inverse, you know, if we start pulling, interesting. if we start pulling some of those, uh, we start pulling some of those X-wing players back over into Legion for good. I hope we do. I do too. And nothing against X-wing, but I, I, the more it, people it we have playing, love, the better. But yeah. maybe you got real ugly. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to Ash Williams. <laughs> we, we've got a little. We're doing the operation this weekend. Actually, John's going to be running it for us. You going to make it, Josh? Nah, probably. Uh, yeah. Sorry. And as I mentioned, I'll be out of town. But we got a couple of guys coming down from Utah to play too. So nice. Yeah, grow the community. St. George. Yep, St. Cool. George. Sorry. Yeah, and we got a couple guys who I'm running through another game with, with Joe on Sunday. Oh, cool. So yeah, yeah we've, we've got a lot of new new faces, and uh, yeah, I, I think we're in a really good place with it. Yeah. Uh, last thing. What do you? What faction are you going to play from the new Clone Wars? Empire. <laughs> did you not hear? So Republic, got it. Okay. Did you not hear the first answer with the Rebels? That doesn't uh, change, man. So you're only playing Empire. Yeah, you're not going to get let's, any of the let's new. Let's mark it now, and uh, we'll revisit in a year. Well, <laughs> I told you, dude. I told you. I, yeah. I am not prequel fan. I, okay. I pretty much disavow everything. Clone Wars was a great show. Sure, never watched it. Don't care to. Tainted. Um, okay, shot Colorado. They're so cool. I just don't have the love of the Clone Wars period because it's so, so tied to the garbage that was the prequels. Okay, sorry, fine. Matt. Yeah. Which of those factions are you gonna play? Oh, clones all the way, baby. Okay. I I gotta have to get some droids then. Yeah. Roger, Roger. Split that. Uh, I'm sure soon to be announced two player starter. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm probably gonna be painting both halves, right? Yay! Yeah. That's what I figured. I need I, you to do a T47 for I me, by really, the way. I really, you know, I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I really hope they take the the Republic and and kind of parse it out into two factions. I would love to see a Jedi faction that plays like Grey Knights, and then a clone faction that plays. You can have a Jedi as your commanders there, but then for the for the Jedi just have, you know, units of, like, Jedi acolytes or whatever, you eh, know, younglings. I, I would rather see them be one faction and have different ways of playing them. Mm-hmm. Have, like, Commander Cody be one of the commanders you could take or have Obi-Wan Kenobi. that's the same thing. Yeah. You know, if you have Jedi warriors as core troops, but they're just, like, kind of trash Jedi. I don't but... think you'll see Jedi warriors as clone troops, or as core troops. I think no. you'll see clone troopers as core. I think you're going to see... Only you know named Jedi as commanders, maybe a generic Jedi operative. See, but... I, I I would just I, it would be so cool to see a Je- an all Jedi army. Uh, however, you got to bend the rules. Oh, because think about like the the first part, of the arena battle on Genosis. You know, that just... was like literally every Jedi they could. Sure, round up. <laughs> why not? You're know? not like trucking around the battlefield. All right, 
Jedi Death Squad, go! And <laughs> jumping out of transports, but... Uh. All right, we're going super long yeah, in this yeah. episode today. Uh, so, sorry, real quick, yep. we just got a few Patreon things to uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Do, we But got? Uh, we got some new Outriders joining. Uh, please do get on the Discord if you're able to. But uh, Jason McDonald, Gabriel N. Castro, and Cornwolf... Oh, Corwolf right. already joined. Yeah, yeah. Corwolf And then joined. at the Imperial level, we have Peter Kulas Dominguez. So thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank board. you, guys. And please, uh, if you're having Discord issues, email Matt. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. It seems just, like it's just email such Matt a because he's he's our he's our Discord guru, and I don't say that to be mean or anything, but. I, I seem to get a lot of questions. People are like, "Hey, man, how?" Well, I that's what happens help? when you're the I'm most like, active ah, on the Facebooks. So. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, see me if you have any problems with that. Otherwise, the t-shirts are up. We've sold a couple already for yeah. uh, for when they come out ne- uh, next week, I think, and we'll start sending them out. But uh, thanks, guys, that have been getting the t-shirts. Yeah, thank you. www.power9games.com. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening this week. Um, we will be back next week with more Legion goodness. You've been listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. For more from The Outriders, make sure you like us on Twitter at Legion Outriders, subscribe to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Legion Outriders, and make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home.